When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Bet You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you as we get back to the player futures markets. And let's get to Defensive Rookie of the Year here, because Jalen Carter is still a sizable favorite at minus 250, followed by Devin Witherspoon at 2-1. to one. But I'd like to make a case for Will Anderson, because he is at 16-1 to one right now. And I know it's a case that we've kind of discussed uh, more than a couple of times on this program, but I also believe that his time is running out. And here's what I mean by that. We still haven't seen that Will Anderson breakout game, right? Like we don't have that one individual performance where he took over and that was that. You knew who the best player was, et cetera, et cetera. The question is, are we ever going to see it? And if we do see it, will there be enough time for us to look at that and then sort of recalibrate defensive rookie of the year votes? Will Anderson needs to play against quarterbacks who take a ton of sacks really to have any chance to have that breakout game. And the only real high sack rate guy he will face is Russell Wilson. I suppose you could make the case that Will Levis is a higher sack guy, but he is also a rookie. So you don't exactly know if say he's going to look at that and have quick releases or something like that, or, you know, fumble, whatever. My thing is this, and Joe, I want to know what you think. If we don't see a breakout game from Will Anderson this Sunday, I think this race will be over and Jalen Carter will win the award. What do you think? Feels like we're almost there, right? Uh, Witherspoon is, has much shorter odds than Anderson and I, and he's two to one and I don't think he has much of a chance. Carter has more sacks, right? Carter has more Mm -hmm. hurries and he's playing a position where it's much tougher to generate that sort of pressure. And he's on the 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 team that's viewed. I don't know that they're viewed as number one in football, but they they have the best record. So some are viewing him that way, and they have an awful secondary. So they've got to be strong where uh, up front, and they certainly are that. And you know, both of them had the big reputation in the SEC as guys that had the potential to be game wreckers. And you need that coming in as a defensive rookie, and you need to be a very high draft pick, and both of these guys uh, fit that mold. But I, Carter's going to be really tough to beat. It's going to be really tough. Like just, and Carter's a much bigger market, more popular team, much better record. Everything, every narrative Texans-related goes back to one person. It's not Will Anderson. I don't hear people talking about Will Anderson. And people are voting on this award. And so are, could, could you win both offensive and defensive rookie of the year from the same team? Well, it happened last year. Are we, is it going to happen in back-to-back years? I, I, I would lean no. But, um, you know, if he deserves it, they, they'd be willing to give it to him. I just don't, I don't hear any buzz about Will Anderson at, that, at, at this point, at least. Yeah, the the buzz on the Texans is all about the offense and C.J. Stroud. And I, I don't think both sides are going to win these rookie awards respectively for the Texans. So I'm with you, Joe. It just seems like Jalen Carter's award to lose. 
it, it is running out of time, I think, is the way that I look at it. Like, if he can win it, it's got to happen this weekend. And to me, he's the only other legitimate candidate. Like, I, I don't really trust anybody else at this rate, especially not the numbers that we're getting. So I guess my case is, like, he's still in the running, but if he doesn't play well, and I mean really well, this weekend, then it's over, and Jalen Carter's going to win this thing. Let's move on now to Coach of the Year. and. Dan Campbell still the favorite at plus 160. D'Amico Ryans at plus 350. Joe, you mentioned uh, earlier in the show that you feel like Kevin O'Connell is pretty much out of this race. Completely agree with you there, even though he has shorter odds at 10 to 1. Uh, but Mike Daniel in the mix. Nick Sirianni is in the mix. Who stands out to you here? Um, there, I think there are some that we can bump down is what stands out. Like there have been certain weeks where I've looked at, at these odds and said, they've got it right. Oh, that is just dead on the order, the number, like it makes perfect sense. I can't sit here and say that this morning. Should Dan Campbell be as short as plus plus one forty? Like he's on his own (laughs) tier right now. He's on his own tier. Mm -hmm. And D'Amico Ryan's his number. You could find him more than double that. Should that be the case? And then Mike McDaniel's on another tier. So the, the gap between plus 140 for Campbell or plus 175 range to Mike McDaniel at plus 600, does that make sense? I don't think Sirianni's going to win, and he's your fourth favorite. They, the expectations were just way too high. He's doing a terrific job, yeah. but that's just not how you win this award. Uh, Sean Payton is the fifth favorite. Can he win it? 16 to 1. He's getting all the credit Ooh. right now. It's getting all the and credit. There's still plenty of football. Yeah. But can they keep this up? Like that's the thing. How many turnovers are you gonna need in the final third of the season for the Broncos to get into the playoffs? If they get in, if you believe that's gonna happen, then maybe. Maybe I would not bet on Sean Payton, even though this is a guy that I liked coming into the year. Because I just don't know how this keeps up. Um, bad quarterback play. Shane Steichen might be in the playoffs with a backup quarterback. And first-year guy, he's got to get some love. And Mike Tomlin talked about the easy schedule they're going to have for the next month. Maybe they're they're in it at the end for the division. I fully expect them to be in the playoffs. Uh, Tomlin, there's a 20-to-1 at BetMGM. That shows value, and we've been talking about Tomlin for weeks with this award. So – there are some names that I like down the board, like in that five, six, seven range, more than at the very top. Like, guys, Dink Campbell should not be favored like this. Yeah, I agree. I think the ones that stand out to me would be D'Amico Ryan's, Sean Payton, and Mike Tomlin. And those and Payton and Tomlin, as you pointed out, Joe. They, those are the ones you can get value on. I, I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple weeks they're at the top. The way these is there such are trending. Is there a, such a thing as a legacy award when it comes to coach of the year? Like, obviously, you have to coach well the the one season that is uh, up for debate. But is there such thing as a legacy award here? Because Mike Tomlin is certainly deserving of something with the incredible career that he's had. Sean Payton in this new spot is certainly deserving of something when it comes to what he's done with the Saints. And obviously he's earned recognition there. But now that he's doing it in this new place, that also deserves some recognition of some kind. 
But I am curious when it comes to all these other hot names at the top of the board, is this an award where you can be comfortable making it about a legacy in addition to what happened in the here and now? Hmm. So Tomlin for legacy? Yeah. That's what you're getting at? It may not have been the best year for him uh, or the best year in general for all of the coaches involved, but I mean, he deserves this award at some point, right? Like I think it would be doing him a disservice that he hasn't won coach of the year at some point in his career. Maybe it's not this year, but you know, does that make sense? Like how does he not win it given all the great years that he's had and why he's had the job as long as he's had and why Pittsburgh, you know, we've been talking about this point differential thing a good bit. Like, it's been this way under Tomlin for a long time, right? Like, this dates back to Big Ben winning all these fourth quarters. Like, this is nothing new. And time and time again, he still pulls through. Yeah. 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 No. I, man, I'm just trying to figure out how is this going to. So, remember, this is one of those awards where it's not like the MVP used to be. And, that you know, it's worth bringing up. There's the top three. So which name? Which names? We're talking about six and seven names. Which ones is going to be on everybody's list? Because it doesn't necessarily mean that the one that gets the most first place votes is going to win. It's on points. So who's making everybody's top three? That's I don't know how Mike McDaniel out. avoids your top three. I don't know how he okay. misses out on the top three. You know, and I know I've made this argument before, but it's not just the play of the Dolphins where they're probably winning this division as sort of an underrated team in the AFC East when we were talking about the Bills and the Jets, all of that. But also, too, he's a funny guy. He's very charismatic. We're talking about him all the time, so he's sort of front of mind. Right. I don't know how he drops out of a top three vote from just about anybody. And also, do they bake in like how bad the Dolphins were before McDaniel got there? Because I think so gives a lot of credit. Um, he's been getting more out of Tua and all of that. So like McDaniel, Tomlin, and would you put in Sean Payton or D'Amico Ryans? Those would probably be my top three if I had to pick. Man, what is what? What are the Lions going to do moving forward mm-hmm. if their defense is playing like this? giving up 38 to the Chargers, almost losing to the Bears, 26 to the Bears, 29 to the Packers. Now you're getting the Saints, a beat-up Saints team. They got nobody. If they put up points on you, he's just going to fade away. They're going to fade away. I don't think he's going to get a lot of credit. Like He would have been the guy that I would say is going to be in everybody's top three, but now I'm not so sure. Feels like D'Amico is going to be in everybody's top three. They're so mm-hmm. buzzy, and it's about exceeding expectations. Yeah, uh, their next game, they're they're going to have a chance to be the first team to go over the win total. So that's going to be there. Wouldn't surprise me if people pass on Sirianni, but you know, man, I don't think everybody's going to have Sean Payton in there. Like some will give him first place votes, but I don't know that everybody's going to have him in there. It's I it's an interesting fair. debate. I think everybody will have Tomlin in there especially since mm-hmm. he's dealing with Kenny Pickett, makes a change in season. Nobody expected them to to be in the mix at the end. They're, I think they're going to have a, a solid playoff spot. Maybe they, they're fighting for the division. Tomlin would still be the play. If I'm looking at betting on someone, and I've said this before when he was 25, at 20 right now at MGM, I still think that's value for Tomlin. 
Yeah, and also you brought up the point initially when we were talking about him. He's never won it before. So never even gotten a vote. That is mind-blowing that it's almost like, okay, he deserves it. Like, how does he not win it this year? Yeah. And that's an easy hashtag narrative to make, right? Like, how is Mm -hmm. this guy... I mean, you can't tell the story of the NFL over the last couple decades without mentioning Mike Tomlin, right? Yeah. Yeah. That that matters a great deal. Like, I get other names are buzzy, and I know voters want to pick Aaron's boyfriend and have that in their top three, but Mike Tomlin matters a great deal here. Like, you can't just ignore him. (laughs) This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Brad Powers joins us with all of his college football championship week bets. That's right here on the BetQL Network.